Preston. I was just like, are you going to say something? <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back. Daughters of Eve. Daughters of the Most High God. How y'all been? I feel like it's been forever, but it hasn't. It's been a couple of weeks now, I think. Um, we're so glad you are back listening. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm here with Victoria. She's back, everybody. She's I'm back. back y'all. She's back. A few episodes in, but she's back. And guess what? I got some wonderful news for you all. I bet you had no idea. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But um, Victoria, I would like to reintroduce you to Victoria. Um, you, For those of you who were listening, she was in the very first episode, right? Yes. First episode, Cultivating Godly Friendships. Or Cultivating the Right Friendships. Sorry, the Right Friendships. But yeah, that was Which close. are the godly ones. Yeah, right. literally. <laughs> yeah. So um, what's really cool. So, okay, since day one, mm-hmm. Tori has <clears throat> been walking this out with me in regards to this podcast She's been giving birth to this thing. You guys already know we talk a lot about um, women being designed to give birth, to nurture, Mm -hmm. to carry life um, in the spirit and in the natural. And so with this podcast, the minute the minute I officially finally surrendered and said yes in regards to this um, assignment from the Lord and I shared it with my friend, she was like, let's go. Like, she just didn't hesitate to say, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for you. And then the Lord just started speaking to her about it, right? Yeah. And that's the idea of cultivating right friendship is there's there's a midwife when we give birth to things. And so that's what our friends do as, you know, the Lord is putting things in Carly or me and, and you guys personally. There's, there's a friend there to be a midwife, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that's what we're getting at here with... You with you daughters of Eve that have things that you're holding and it's time to release and there's there is a friend in God that we find but there's a friend for us to midwife and to birth what God yeah. is saying what God is doing you know yeah the kingdom has to be on earth mm-hmm. we don't have to wait for God to come and his kingdom are in people mm-hmm. you know Jesus says that we can pray these things in the Lord's prayer um our father on on earth as it is in heaven yeah you know yeah yeah so it's so it's just been so it's been such a dope journey um and I I don't want to say the story for her but it's cool because I kind of like so okay here we are we're praying like I'm like hey I'm about to do this let's do this first episode and she's Mm -hmm. like all right let's do it and so then I lost my voice which it wasn't all right let's do it like it took yeah 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 it really did it did (laughs) for me to say yes yeah it took her a while to say yes but um and she'll say why in just yes, a second. Yes. But when when we tried recording, we had to reschedule a few times because I lost my voice. All these all these crazy things hap- happened, which we know the enemy's a liar. So anyway, finally one day we were like, all right, let's just record today. I didn't even have my full voice, right? If you guys you guys listened to that episode, <laughs> I was super raspy. Um, but we recorded because we we're like, you know what? We just have to record. We just have to obey the Lord. Yeah, but yes, he spoke. Victoria, do you want to share about how you, what the Lord said to you in regards to being a part of this? Yeah, so when I, when we first did the podcast, I the Lord did, did share to join as far as like join that episode, like speak to this, this idea of cultivating a right friendship. And the Lord did give me 
what to say about it, what he says about friendship. And, you know, as I was sharing in the first episode, it was kind of the quick revelation is that friendship is intercession. Um, And the story that Jesus was giving me was the moment where he's in the garden of Gethsemane and um, he's just praying and he and he calls back to his disciples like come stay up and pray with me and really what the Lord was wanting was friendship in that time you know mm-hmm. as he's going mm-hmm. about to do the thing that he was you know supposed to do that why he even came he's about mm-hmm. to go do it do the thing and he was needing friendship in that hour to just join him and so that's what you know we're kind of getting at here with um linking arms and cultivating mm-hmm. friendship so the Lord mm-hmm. gave me that piece but as far as joining Doe and being a part of that didn't happen till way after. Um, Doe is Daughters of Eve. Yes, Doe if is you Daughters didn't of already Eve. Gather. That's the acronym. <laughs> Doe. Yeah. Right. Daughters uh-huh. of Eve. Thank you, Carly. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, so what happened for me, I, I kind of just was like, I'll be honest, I wrestled it with it for a couple reasons. One, I was just like, I don't want these people to think I'm out here joining this podcast because Carly's my friend, you know, because <laughs> you know how like some friends do that, you know, that one of your friends will do, you know, something and then the, the other friend wants to jump on and join, join the party, yeah. you know, and I didn't, I didn't want that. I, I wanted colors, the, uh, I was, I was wanting the Lord to speak to me. Like yeah. I wanted clear, like, yes, join. And I just, part of me though, didn't ask the Lord because as soon as he said it, then I would have to go like do it you know so there was there was a there was a nervous side of even asking right then i had then now i gotta obey if he says yes go you know what i'm saying so i just was like pushing off the whole thing for a while and then there was this other side of me that kind of truthfully i'll share this i kind of like judged podcasts because i didn't want like there's that you're there's that scripture about the end times how like people one of the signs of of the end times is is that people just have itching ears to hear words that satisfy their soul and i would kind of put podcast in that category like Mm. these are just people wanting to hear things and things to just to just uplift their soul and it wasn't truth and it wasn't spirit and like i don't want to fall into that and i kind of just low-key like thought (laughs) you judged it i judged it i thought that's the daughters of you was gonna be no i just i just didn't want to be a part of that (laughs) like going up to heaven and was like why did we join the podcast like i wanted the lord to say join i called you to this and so unintentionally one night i'm praying and i'm reading um just real quick i'm just reading into um exodus 3 and it's where the Lord just kind of calls out Moses. It's that burning bush moment. And I was just praying to the Lord, like, Lord, how do, I know you're putting things on my heart. Like, mind you, dough is not in my my mind or heart at all at the time while I was praying and reading. And I was just like, Lord, I'm tired of just being a coward. And I like, I want to do the things that you're saying and, and have boldness and just say yes to them, you know, regardless of if I feel it or not, you know, just, just to say yes to the things that you're saying. And so I'm reading this moment in, in Exodus three, where Moses approaches the burning bush. And this is what caught my eye about the story that when Moses, um, he sees the burning bush and he steps forward and like turns his attention to the bush. That's when the Lord begins to speak to him and call him out and say, Moses. And the Lord was watching him the whole time to see how he would respond. And um, hmm. I was in this time of just like, Lord, you have my attention. And that's when he spoke. And when I was while I was reading, he brought up like, 
I, I was praying to the Lord, like, Lord, I don't want to deny the burning bush. What are the burning bushes in my life? And he's like, dough. Mm-hmm. And it caught me off guard. I'm like, what? Dough? And Can I interject? It, yes, interject. Two seconds. Interject. Okay, just to give more context. Yeah. Um, I So not only did I, in regards to this first episode, I invited Victoria on because the Lord had been, and we shared a little bit about our testimony as um, in regards to our friendship. And so... I just felt like she needed to be on that episode with me to share and testify what the Lord has done, right? And again, how to cultivate godly friendship. Um, but then after we recorded, I don't know if it was before or after we recorded, but I just felt on my heart, I was like, mm, I feel like Victoria is supposed to be a part of this, like not just one episode, but um, more of a long, like a longer term um, type of situation, like partner with me. She's already been partnering with me in the spirit. We've been interceding praying yes, like even yes. like she she would we would literally just have random conversations yeah and she would be like girl the lord spoke to me about this in regards to dough or this should or we should talk about this and dough and all this stuff i'm like mm, ma'am okay say more and so i just thought i'm like lord she's already a part of this you know this is already something that i believe the lord is knitting her heart to and yeah. so then i approached her with the offer or or um yeah In- invitation just invitation thank you to say hey do you want to be a part of this long term kind of thing or you know yeah. more than just one episode we don't know what that looks like still even now um as we're even recording this we're like lord let it be you we just want it to be as long as you want we don't know how long we're going to be doing these episodes for or what um, the Lord has shown me the bigger picture to all of this. Honestly, um, years ago, he's given me dreams and I feel like all the pieces are coming together. Um, but that's, that's a story for another day. So yes. So then, so then, then, right. Yeah. Back to what you were saying. Yeah. I had, I caught the heart of, of what God was saying to women and everything concerning dough. But as far as my place of like, yes join and be a part of that's when he spoke to me is during during this this while I was just reading the word and I won't get into all of it but just the Lord spoke and he was just like um where he's telling Moses just be my mouthpiece you know Mm. just go you know and Moses is having this whole dialogue with the Lord but what will I say you know and it was like well I'm gonna put the words in your mouth Mm. well what should I do? Well, this is what you're going to do. Like, what's in your hands? You know, he tells him and he has the staff in his hands. And, you know, this, I encourage you to go read that moment if you're debating, you know, oh, should I do the thing the Lord is saying? Like, mm-hmm. yes, he's calling us. This is the time. And just me, even me joining this ap- episode, I'm saying yes to the Lord and all that. But he just, you know, just said to me, like, just declare truth and hope to my generation concerning women. You know, mm. we're empowering. There's a, right now that there, there's another voice. There's an antichrist or a um voice or I'll say just um. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Not a lookalike, but like an opposing counterfeit. a counterfeit. There yeah. it is. There's a counterfeit voice about about empowering women right now. Right. Um, it's a loud voice. It's it's the opposite and contrary of what God is saying, you know. Mm-hmm. And right now He's making His bride holy and to yes. be uh, consecrated to Him. Amen. But at the same time, women are are being the opposite of that, you know. They're yeah. being, you know. Yeah. Right now, everything's you know about abortion and the ver- the very thing that we're designed to do as women is to literally hold. Yeah. stuff in our womb right woman it comes from the womb the or the one with the womb you know and um i'm getting into another tangent but just like <laughs> it's like it. there's there's counterfeits and yes. so we're being a voice to like no women 
Eve's let's rise yeah. let's speak the truth let's live holy let's carriers embody of life let's be in carriers of his yes. presence and what he's saying let's bring the kingdom here on earth we don't Amen. have to wait yeah. for jesus to come yeah um in fact he won't come until um we're in right spirit with him until the bride is ready yeah you know amen so so she gave i i, I would like to talk about the fact that it was like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and this girl calls me i think she texted me I straight up here no you literally you listen this is what this podcast is gonna be about no i think she texted me which is funny because i don't hear texts like i been like i'm knocked out and i don't hear nothing and i that text woke me up and it says something along the lines like friend i think i have it saved somewhere in my notes and it says something like friend i say yes <laughs> <Or something. laughs> something mad corny. like i say yes in regards to this whole that's what thing. my answer was to the lord like i say yes and so i'm like wait my what yes. literally i shot up out of bed and i go to the bathroom about to wake up antonio my husband and i was like let me see what what is this girl talking about she and then we we're on the phone for like i don't know maybe 10 15 minutes and she's just telling me her whole encounter with the lord about it what the lord spoke and sharing what she was just talking about now in exodus with moses and all this stuff and i'm just crying i think i was laughing the yeah. whole time like she's sharing and she's crying her like i think she was crying and i'm over here just laughing which happens a lot because i just felt the joy of the lord i'm like okay lord you spoke to my friend praise god because i'm like am i crazy over here thinking that i heard from god about victoria needing to be a part of this you know but the yeah. lord needed and i didn't want to her. step forward without a clear yeah. a clear like this is what the lord is saying which that's like good i don't too. take this that's maturity yeah like this is this is friend, a serious thing job. and so like again i i don't want to just be up here to talk it's not really it's uncomfortable yeah it really is uncomfortable you know this is out of our comfort zone to be vulnerable to to and then and then you got to capture what what is god saying about it we don't want to just talk we don't want to just say what we're saying from our own flesh but to be in step with him like what is he saying to women right now you know it's, it's it's a serious thing and so i didn't want to take it lightly till i had a clear like yes join you know right and so so she gave her it yes. wasn't just join but the lord calling me too and so to partner yes we're partnering with god that's what we're doing this podcast is not ours it belongs to the lord and we just want to it's a partnership yeah we're partnering with and him and that's our message today about how do we partner with god yeah how are we so what's cool is we're this is almost kind of like a part two to that first episode i always felt like we're supposed to have a part two we've been talking about it and um we just knew like okay lord like your timing is perfect and so we talked a lot about um again how to cultivate godly friendships or the right friendship and then one thing that i mentioned and the lord was showing me like you the only way you can cultivate a godly friendship is by um no like having a friendship with god right so how do you how how are you a friend of god like how can you be a friend of god and so this past sunday at our church um one of our pastors gave a message about um the fear of the lord and um our church came out with this song literally based off of isaiah 11 in regards to the fear of the lord mm-hmm. and so she was just giving context to that song literally right. with with scripture mm-hmm. and so then she brought up the scripture that I had never really, I, I'm sure I've read it, but it didn't stood out to me. And like, it really stood out to me in this moment as she was sharing, which is Psalm 25, 14. It says the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and he makes known to them his covenant. 
when I heard that, I was like, and I just, in that moment, I felt the Lord say, this is what I want you to talk about next, is how we know Jesus as our Savior. We know him as our Lord. But do we know him as our friend? And I'm not just talking about Jesus as my homeboy, because that's trash. I'm sorry. When I hear people saying that, <laughs> I'm just sorry. I get a little passionate. When I hear people say that, and, and you know, if that offends you, I'm sorry, but ask the Lord if that's what you want. He wants you to call him. But um, do are we are we fearing the Lord? Right. Us calling Jesus our homeboy or our buddy, and then what's really dope? Okay, quick segue. Um, that was Sunday. Today's Friday, so that was this past Sunday. And then like later on this week, or the same week, I saw this post by John Bevere, which a lot of uh, my friends have been resharing it. And reposting it and I'm like oh my gosh God you are speaking Lord you're so good and so it's this post about him saying like God is not everyone's friend so many people talk about God as though he were just a buddy casually telling me this or that about him right and then it goes on to say like pretty much like like when when there's a celebrity um you know all the things about like there's a celebrity that you follow you know all these things about them but the celebrity don't know you they don't know you. So it's like the same thing with the Lord. Like you can read his word every day. Um, you can go to church every week. You can go to these Bible studies. You can go to these prayer meetings. Come forward to every single altar call. But it doesn't guarantee a friendship with God. So God isn't looking for a celebrity following. He's looking for an intimate relationship with those who fear him. And he quoted Psalm twenty five fourteen. Again, this is a post by John Bevere. If you follow him on Instagram, you, you know what I'm talking about. And I love it because he said it's with these people he promises to reveal his secrets. And again, that goes to like part B of that verse. He makes known to them his covenant. And it says, once you truly be a friend of God, pursue the fear of the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I hear you. You are speaking. And I just felt so strongly about this because we've been talking a lot about in our church, like the fear of the Lord. Like we want the fear of the Lord. We sing the song. We need the fear of the Lord. We want the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? Let's talk about this because I grew up in church and I would hear that like in Spanish. And to me, I had the wrong mindset of it of like oh my gosh I need to like I need to do right because if not God is gonna whatever strike me down with lightning or whatever I just had this wrong view but the fear of the Lord is is this is the definition it's a spirit Mm -hmm. so we can ask and we can receive him and it's the reverential awe of the Lord that produces a fear of not being with him so it makes you think about it this way you have this relationship with God and you want to be with him all the time. You want to please him. You want to make sure that you're living a life that's pleasing to him so that he can stay near. You know, because God doesn't, God and sin does not mix well. So if you're living in sin, that means that you're far from God. The Lord is, you know, like he's not his spirit. You're grieving his spirit. So he's not going to be nearby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And so this, this all of the Lord produces a fear of not being with him. So it makes me like, oh my gosh, Lord, I don't want to be without you. I don't want to be, I don't want to go a day without your presence. That's what the fear of the Lord is. And even the Hebrew translation of a fear of the Lord is to reverence or be in awe of the Lord. Reverence is like this and I should have looked at the definition, but it's like this. I When I think about reverence, I think about the most, like the highest respect. And, and that's something I'm kind of old school when it comes to that. Like if I'm if I'm at church and and the man of God is given a word, I'm not going to sit there and be on my phone and be on Instagram. 
You know what I mean? Or I'm not going to sit there and just have a casual conversation with my friend who's sitting next to me. I'm going to hear what this man of God is preaching because that's me having reverence of the spirit of God and the Mm -hmm. presence of the Lord Mm -hmm. during worship. I'm not going to be checked out just sitting again, chilling on my phone on social media. No, I'm going to be present and I'm going to be in the room and I'm going to say, Lord, you are here. So I want to be here mentally, spiritually, physically. Like I want to be here. That's having reverence. And there's so many other examples that I can give. Um, and let me know if you ever want to jump in, sorry, but, and just to kind of pause real quick, um, yeah, this is this is something, this is a message that the Lord has put very strongly on my heart. So you're probably going to hear more from me than you hear from Victoria. She may chime in here and there because there's a yeah. couple of parts that um, that the Lord, and she already touched on it earlier in the beginning of this episode about um, about when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and all that yeah. good stuff. And, and I actually wrote those, um, wrote that down in the notes. Um, thinking about when Victoria clarity, brought it up. Yeah. I do want to give clarity to one thing. When she's saying uh, the fear of the Lord, we can, the scripture that we're true, like we're referencing is Isaiah uh, 11, where it's talking about the spirit of the Lord. Yeah. And it talks about his, um, we're not saying, because there, we're not saying there's seven individual spirits. Right. We're talking about the Holy Spirit, but these are his, um, what would you say, attributes? Yes. These are his attributes. And so... Spirit of wisdom. Where's the spirit of wisdom mm-hmm. and understanding. There's a spirit of counsel and might. Right. There's a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And it talks about this, uh, the fear of the Lord all throughout You know the Proverbs. And there's different moments where it's referenced. We're not saying that it's its own spirit. I just wanted to give some kind of context and clarity that yeah. we're, ta- we're pulling from Isaiah 11. Where it's talking about what is the spirit of the Lord. And the kind of image, and we can see this like in... As far, as far as the tabernacle goes, mm-hmm. just to give some quick mm-hmm. talk to it, there's this thing called um, the lamp, the menorah. The menorah. The menorah. Yeah. And, you know, there's one stem, there's one middle stem of it, mm-hmm. and it has, it, well, there's se- there's seven lamps on this, on this, um, there's seven places of oil mm-hmm. on the lamps. Mm-hmm. Cups. Cups or whatever. And then there's a, there's a standing stem of it, and that is the Spirit of the Lord, and I'm paralleling this because in the tabernacle, this was a this was an element to um, the tabernacle, and it had to be lit. In fact, the priest had to light it daily, mm-hmm. and there there was an assignment to keep it built. And we are our spirit is the the lamp of the Lord. Sorry, what's that scripture? It's like a man's spirit is their lamp, or something like that. I'm butchering that scripture, <laughs> but I, what I'm just getting at is that. Before Christ, there was a physical tabernacle, yes. but because of Christ, we are the tabernacle. Right. It's us, and He dwells yes. in us. Yes. And so that even kind of points back to this thing about friendship that mm-hmm. He He dwells in us. We have intimacy. to receive. There's an intimacy. Yes, oil. There's a, and we are a lamp. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be the light of this world. He's the one. Like we're supposed to walk in the light. You know, that's Ephesians five, and yes. we can do all these things because of Jesus and you know, therefore be his friend. And it's doing, it's again, partnership It's doing life with him. But yeah. sorry, I just wanted to slow no, down real quick good. on that. Yeah, no, I'm glad you gave that clarity. That's good. Cause, yeah. um, you know about that more than me cause she went to school and she learned about it. No, but, um, <laughs> yeah. And it reminds me too, how intimacy, um, produces oil. You know what I mean? Like when yes, you're a, a lot of people, yes. you hear people say this term nowadays, like, oh, that's so oily. You know what I mean? When they mm. talk, when they, I think that's okay, kind of cringe. cringe. Yeah, I yeah. kind of cringe too. I'm like, oh, that's so, 
but I just thought about it. But really what they're saying is like you feel the anointing on that song or you feel, you know, God's presence on that song or whatever. But really intimacy is that's what that produces is is the oil, is the presence, is the um but that's that's a whole other that's a whole other teaching. And right. I'm gonna reference this um this sermon that um one of our pastors shared this past Sunday so you guys can hear more about it. But I'll I'll add that on the notes. Um yeah, so I love this Psalm 2514. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and he makes known to them his covenant. Now, if you read that whole Psalm, the context of, of this scripture, David is being, he's in distress, right? And he's, we're, we know that about David. You hear a lot about this in these Psalms. Yeah, the he's tri- <laughs> tripping bad hard all the time, which you know what? That's I, us though. I was going to say, that's literally that can't me. E- we can't even say nothing because every Psalm, yes, he's like crying out to the Lord, like, Lord, do, do you see me? Do you Am see I, me? Like, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? And then me? by the end of the Psalm, he's like, Lord, I am your ride or die. Like, we're going to conquer the <laughs> But you're together. good. I believe you. I trust Mighty, your word stands you are faithful like literally he's encouraging himself on the lord but yes that's every song every song and that's, that's us, us which i love all right jinx. <laughs> jinx so the context of the scripture david being in distress but choosing to declare those who fear the lord are in friendship with him mm. and so he then declares that he Read is that one more time yeah, so he, he's choosing to declare those who fear the Lord are in friendship with him, which is at verse 14. And he then declares that he is one who fears God. So it's again, he's going through all these things, going through all, the, which is I love, I love David and I love Psalms. I can read it all the time, all day, every day, because again, I relate to him. Like there's days that I'm just like, mm, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. And then like two seconds later, he comes through and I'm like, Lord, I love you. Like you're amazing. I see you. Like I hear you. And so that's literally what David was doing. He declared that he is one who fears God. And so this is why it's important to be friends with God, because you're not moved by what you see, but pretty much what the Lord has made known to you, which is his covenant. And I wasn't going to go this far, but I feel like I'm supposed to. So what is his covenant? What is what is the covenant that God has with you? And so pretty much it's the promise that he makes with us, mankind, that he'll forgive sin and restore communion, communion or relationship with those whose hearts believe in his son Jesus Christ. So because he sent his son Jesus, Jesus died, Jesus gave his yes. He gave up his life willingly. He yes. died on the cross. He then he resurrected 3 days later so that we can be in covenant with God again. Because the covenant broke. Right? There's the old covenant and then now we have new covenant which is what Jesus did for us, his sacrifice for us, right? Yeah. So us believing that 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 happened makes us in, be in covenant with him, with God the Father, right? So again, going back, um, I, I just think this is so, like, it's so cool. We're not being, we're not, we can't be moved by what we see and by what's going on with us just because of what's, yeah, what's going on around us. We need to remember the covenant that God made with us through Jesus Christ. Um, the, he's already, we need to, he's already made known his covenant with us and we need to be reminded of that right um he already defeated death by his resurrection and he restored life for those who believe in him and we believe in him right if we're if we're his daughters daughters of the most high god then we believe in him you know um 
He makes known his covenant with us. Reminds me of Jeremiah 33, 3. And where he says, call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Friendship with God requires intimacy. Mm-hmm. It requires fear of the Lord and it requires intimacy. And intimacy is when you are being told hidden things, secret things, mysteries. When you have a friendship with someone, like your bestie, your bestie lets you know her her dreams, you know, or even like her hidden goals that she's never told a soul or whatever and and you guys are in deep conversation one day and she's like man you know what I never told anybody this but I really feel like like I'd like to do this one day or I really feel like the Lord spoke to me about this one day and you just share these things with each other and that requires intimacy and so that I love this Jeremiah 33 3 it says call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known we have that with Jesus yes that's friendship with him. That's how we have a friendship with him. We declare these these scriptures over us. We're like, Lord, you said I can call to you and and that you will answer me and that you will tell me great and hidden things. What do you what do you want to tell me, Lord? Like I want to hear. Like I want to hear your voice. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Like just declare that every day. And and even as I say that, it reminds me of well, anyway, I'll go back to that scripture later. Um, but everything I wanted to share today really is just the word of the Lord. And I'm believing that as, as I speak these scriptures, Lord will speak yes. to you through them and show you what friendship in the Lord, friendship with the Lord looks like. Mm-hmm. And so even second Chronicles 16, it says for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And then it says, in this you have done foolishly, therefore from now on you shall have wars. And that's mm, that's a whole other thing. But just the part I wanted to highlight is um, um, to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Is your heart loyal to him? Again, friendship requires loyalty. So yes. if the Lord is sharing these hidden and secret things with you, what are you doing with those things that he's sharing? Mm-hmm. Are you treating that casually? You know what I mean? Again, if your friend, your best friend is sharing things with you, her her biggest dreams and and all the most amazing things that the Lord has been showing her and revealing to her. She shares these things with you. What are you doing with that? Are you just going to say, man, girl, that's so good. And then just change the subject and just say, oh, well, let me tell you what I ate yesterday. Like, that's Mm -hmm. so rude. You know what I mean? No, you're going to take a moment and you're going to listen to what she said. And you're going to either hopefully you're asking the Holy Spirit, like, what do you want me to say here? Um, or just listen and just be attentive and be um, be intentional with those moments. Be intentional with with um, those things that they're sharing with you. And that's loyalty. So those whose heart is loyal to, to him, that's friendship. And then now it goes into what I wanted to share, uh, which Toya already brought it up earlier about Matthew 26, 40 to 45. Um, when Jesus came to the disciples and found them sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that was right before he gave his life up, right? right? That was right before he did, like, I love the way you say it. It's right before he did what he came here to do, what he came on earth to do. And he asked his friends. It's a serious moment. It is. It's a very serious, it's a, it's a life or death moment. Mm-hmm. Well, we know it's a death moment that produces life after. But um, before you go there, can I share one thing? Yes, please. As she was sharing, um, that scripture about loyalty like and your point about like if your friend is sharing something that's you know very sensitive or this big dream or you know if if a friend is sharing that we know that 
that means that there was trust built. And mm-hmm. that was the word that I kind of kept hearing right now as mm-hmm. you were just sharing. Like, the I, I feel like this needs to be said, like, when we're doing life with the Lord and we're establishing intimacy with Him, we're saying yes to Him, but we're also saying, Lord, he trusts us with things. Yeah, yeah. These mysteries and this, the scriptures he was reading previously, like the Lord wants to show us and reveal. Yeah. He trusts us. I think that was one of the biggest things that I got when I understood that the Lord does want to be my friend and I can do life with mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not God controlling my every move. It's not it's not me being oh afraid of him, so I I gotta live this type of way. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm good. I'm doing life with him. Right. I'm being in step with him. Yes. And and I think yeah, I think for me that was one of the moments when I understood I can do partner like I can partner with the Lord on yeah. something. He wants to do something with me. Right. What he's placed in me and purposed me to do, um, he wants to draw it out together. It's mm. not it's it's me to be in step with him. Mm-hmm. And I think because trust, trust was built, you know, mm. and you have to understand this too. The Lord has a love language. He makes it very clear how you can love him. He, um, the Bible says, those who love me obey my voice. They obey, sorry, they obey my command. Yes. And then, you know, he says the second greatest commandment is just like it. Mm. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, but above all, it's it's loving the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Um, for me, if I can just share this one thing, we recently went on a trip to Mexico and that was so special and just, just an honor to be a part of and just, just the things that God did and how he moved and just to be again in partnership with him. And one of, as I was seeing him move and him pouring out, he also did some personal things in me that I wasn't expecting him to like speak to, but he did. And one of the main kind of revelations I caught was that when the Lord is saying, hey, pray for this person, or when he was commanding me to do something, mm. that is an invita- invitation for me to speak the Lord's love language, is mm-hmm. to love on him, right? Mm-hmm. If his love language is um, obey my commands, mm-hmm. like this is how you can show that you yeah. love me. So good. This is my chance. Oh, you're saying pray for someone, so pray for this person. Okay. And and the hesitation with me was always like, Lord, but pray what? Like, what do you want me to say? Or how should it come? Or show me, like, it's like I want all the steps and I want all the things before I say yes to you. But that's not, that's not how it goes. And what I learned on this trip is when I heard the thing, go pray or speak this. Mm-hmm. Um, when I chose to go and when I actually did the thing, that's when the Lord would give me oh, this, this is the scripture and this is what I'm saying and this is yeah. the word of knowledge and actually there's healing to be here and like thing after thing and he would show show me the way but it wasn't until I agreed and I obeyed mm. him just saying, say this, yeah. pray this, you know, just go, you know. Mm. Then the Lord would come and so um, what I'm getting at is that again, even that is pointing to this thing of I can trust you because yeah. because you're obeying me and part of friendship is trust. That is a huge, a big one, a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I Jesus, wouldn't be friends with anybody I don't trust. Right, Jesus. Like think of like his disciples. Like he had like a core group. Like he yeah. had it's there great. was right there was John, Peter, Peter James, and James. And yeah, Peter James. Why did I say that backwards? I feel, like I, <laughs> like, I feel like there's a way to present their names. Peter, James, and John. And I just said, like, John, James, and Peter. Like, that doesn't even sound right. 
<laughs> Sorry. Peter, James, and John, which goes to even back to Matthew 26, 40, Look 45. At Look, Look at God. God. Look at God. Should oh. I just read it real quick? Yeah, you should read it. And actually, so, like, read it. Yeah, I'm about to read it. Yeah, go ahead and read it. It's long, but listen, y'all, we're getting into the word of God today. So, so, and he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me one hour? Mm. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation, which is crazy. Okay. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed. My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, see, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. So he went three times. Three different times, and each time he found the disciples sleeping. So he trusted his friends. These are his three closest to be loyal to him. And unfortunately, they weren't in that moment. And I even like, and this is prob- this is a, another thing, um, but I, I just, I really like this part that says, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. So the Lord was warning him, them saying like, if you watch and pray, then you won't be tempted. You know what I mean? You won't be tempted to fall asleep or you won't be tempted with whatever. And and again, that's that's a whole nother podcast episode. But I appreciate that part of the scripture. And when you're saying sleep, like what's like what's highlighted to you is like on the spiritual side of falling asleep to things. Right. Yeah. Being or slumber, being not not being not alert and aware of right, what God is doing type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not having eyes to see. Um your eyes are growing dim, you know what I mean, to to mm-hmm. what he's doing in this hour. Because the Lord is always moving. He's always speaking. And if we don't have eyes to see, if we're not praying, then we're not going to know. You know, if we're, we're not going to know what he's doing, if we're not talking to him. Again, going back to this intimacy, we're talking about intimacy, loyalty, trust. These are all things that fear of the Lord. Without fear of the Lord, we can't have a friendship with him. It requires fear of the Lord for us to have a friendship. Fear of the Lord, again, we're talking about having awe and reverence of him, the utmost respect, you know? Um, When you're in a friendship with someone, when you, with your best friend, if you have a best friend, hopefully you respect her, you know, or, you know, him or her. Um, I know not only women listen to this, but hopefully you respect them. And you respecting them means so many different things. You respect their space, you respect their... um just their hearts, desires, um, their views, you know, hopefully you guys have similar views to whatever your faith and things like that. Um, but anyway, going back to, going back to, um, even another scripture I wanted to bring up and, um, in John fifteen fifteen it says, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all that I have heard from you, my father, all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. And so again, talking about that friendship, talking about that, when when the Lord um, 
calls us friends is because he wants to speak with us. He wants us to speak with him. He wants us to have this intimacy with him. Mm-hmm. He wants to tell us things that the father is telling him. Yes. You know? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I love that you're bringing up this scripture, John 15. It's I Honestly, I encourage you readers, go read John 15. Because this, I feel like this is the how-to. How, okay, so how do I be a friend? If I'm supposed to reverence God, at the same time he's sovereign, but then he's calling me to friendship, mm. how, do, how where, where do I start? What are the mm. practical ways? And I think John 15 lays out the practical way. And people try to, like, overpressure this intimacy thing. And it, it like, it, they make it complicated. And that's what the, re- re- sorry, I'm fixing myself. That's what the religious <laughs> people do. That's what Jesus was so up against is because it's not it should not be hard to get to God. And Jesus made it made made a way for us to get to him. No one comes to the Father except through him. Yeah. Jesus is the way, he's the truth and he's the life, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is our access to the Father, to yeah. the intimacy. Like he is the intercession piece of it. And um thank you. And um we're good. So how how do we be a friend? I just want to read like some verses mm-hmm. of it. This is John 15. Yes. This is when Jesus is talking about how he's the true vine. I'm going to just I'm going to read cuz since we're, we're we're reading on this episode in this episode. I was going to say this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You guys get me passionate. I'm messing up my words. Okay. Let's go. Jesus is saying, these are red letters now. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. I love this part. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Mm. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, Jesus is saying, and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I'm going to just read that last one. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you... Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. And then what Carly was reading next about the friendship. As my Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commands, you will abide in my love. Just as I have... See, if you keep my commands, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commands and abided in, abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full and complete. Greater love has no one than this, than someone that lays down one's life for one's friends. There you go. You are my friends. This is verse 14. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servants do not know what the master is doing. Yes. But I have called you friends. Yes. For... All that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Mm. You didn't choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you so that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. Mm. 
so that whatever you ask in the in ask the Father in my name that I may give you these things I command you so that you will love one another. Mm. Mm, there's so much goodness in there. Look at the Lord's heart in all of it. He's saying I want you to succeed. I want you to have the yeah. fruit. I like this That's was this was friend. this was the goal. The the whole the, I want you to abide because I want you to um reflect and bear the fruit of our relationship and yes. of our intimacy. Yes. This is what our this is why. Like the whole purpose of a tree is the fruit. Mm-hmm. And he's saying and the branches are what carry the fruit. And mm-hmm. so like we're we're an extension of what he actually wanted and what he actually intended. You know, like where where are the fruit bearers? Right? That's our assignment. And so there's per again, pointing to this whole thing about purpose and daughters of Eve and we're to cultivate you know, all that stuff. But okay, so how do we get there? It's just simply abiding in him. It's remaining in his love. It's remaining. It's choosing him. It's getting away with him. Mm-hmm. I'm abiding in him. Mm-hmm. You know, in the morning, you know, that, that I don't know how that could look like for you. But in the morning, it's just, Lord, I choose you today. Lord, I need you. Yeah. Lord, I, I confess my lack and I need your help. Or... Lord, help me. The, the, oh, this is kind of the revelation I was getting from this scripture. Um, like, sorry, hold on, I'm gathering my thoughts. I know, like, one of, sorry, the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, right? These are his fruits. We are not going to bear fruit if we're not connected to the vine, like you're not going to be forgiving in your own strength or have true joy or have mm-hmm. true love. Mm-hmm. It has to come from him, yeah. Yeah. you know, and the only way that we're going to stay connected to him is being with him. And it's nothing more than that. It's not all these steps and all these, all these, these things. And, you know, this many times at church. And if I, do all these steps. It's simple. Not, it's simple. And that's what Jesus was after, you know, when he came on into the earth. Like, that's why the religious people had such a hard time with him, all the Pharisees. And that's mm-hmm. why it was the religious people that put Jesus to the, to the cross, the cross, you know. Yeah. The, um, I don't know how we would say it, like the pastors of that time. Mm-hmm. How, I don't know how you the could say it. Leaders, the yeah. Spiritual leaders of that time. They're the ones that put Jesus on the cross. They crucified him because it was just easy as receive me. Mm-hmm. Even th- even think about salvation. It's just if I confess with my mouth that he is Lord and believe in my heart that he is my savior. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it It's a simple. God made it very simple. You know. Yeah. receiving healing yeah right we're gonna we're gonna speak to healing like in jesus name you know get up and walk and it's it's just that way because it's him you know he is the savior he is the healer he is the redeeming one he's the spirit. fixer yeah he he's the he's matchless in in every way mm. and um all he's calling us to in john 15 is just for us to choose him yeah that's a good chapter. Uh, yeah, I encourage you guys. And the Lord's going to speak. There's intimacy all over that chapter. There is. Literally. Abiding in him um, requires intimacy. When you're abiding in someone and you're you're close to that person. You know what I mean? You're beholding them. Mm-hmm. You're you're looking at them. You're, you're, you can smell them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's 
there's a closeness there. There's um, it's intimacy. There's something about friendship that requires intimacy. A true friendship, true real friendship. You're going to be intimate with that person. You're going to know what they love. You know what I mean? You're going to know what they like, what their favorite foods are, what their favorite music is, what, you know, all these different things you're going to, and you're going to want to like, um, like bless your friend. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to please your friend. You want to do things for them that you know is going to make them smile. Like, you know, what's, you know, what's going to make their day. You know, you know, if they're sad, like you're like, oh, I already know what I'm going to joke. Like, I'm going to joke. You already know what's going to make them laugh and all these things. And that even uh, leads me to um, Ephesians 5.10, which I think you were reading earlier to Ephesians 5, where it says, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Um, And I thought that was so cool. I'm like, man, Lord, like we want to please you. You know, this friendship with the Lord you can ask that like lord like show me what pleases you like you you'll know in your spirit because you have the holy spirit you'll know when you do something that doesn't please the lord mm-hmm. like you'll feel it right away if you if you have an intimate relationship with god you're going to know right off the bat mm, wait a minute I don't think the Lord liked this. I don't think the Lord liked that I listened to this song right now. Or I don't think he liked that I just watched this, this movie. Or I don't think he liked that I was just part of this conversation and I didn't stop it. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to know in your spirit, like, mm, yeah, he didn't really like that. And so I love that scripture. It says, try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. That's friendship with the Lord. When you when you want to please him, you know? You want to know, you want, you want to know what's pleasing to him. And I thought that that was important too to also address and um and bring up because I'm like Lord I I just want to please you I want to please you I want to be in right standing with you I want you to smile you know with everything that I do today you know I don't want to hinder you I don't want to grieve your spirit in any way um show me what pleases you you know show me what that looks like today because it could be different every day you know sometimes he probably just wants you to I don't know me, I love to I love to connect with God outdoors. So there's days like randomly I'll be doing something and then like just the other day I literally just I was doing something and I was like, I just need to leave. I just need to go to the park and I just need to be with the Lord. And I got in my car and I got to the park in like five minutes and I just went up to what I call my mountain. It's not my mountain, but I call it my mountain. <laughs> and I just went up there and I just sat there and I watched the sunset and I was just connecting with the Lord. I was just talking to him. I was like, Lord, and I felt like that was pleasing to him. That I just stopped everything that I was doing and I just ran. Like, I got right. into my car and I was just like, no, everything else can wait. These dishes could wait real quick, whatever. You know what? I'm tired of these to-do lists holding me back from being with the Lord and from pleasing the Lord. You know? Right. That's friendship. Also, when you are when you want to hang out with your friend, sometimes you're like, mm, everything else can wait. And I just want to hang out with my friend real quick. You know what I mean? And so, or I just want to play this game or, or whatever. Um, because you know that pleases your friend and you know you have, like, that connects you with your friend and sometimes that's more important than than whatever other things you know sometimes sometimes but I wanted to I wanted to and we're gonna close up here very soon but I wanted to um kind of like address not address but bring something up that the Lord showed me yesterday as I was like hashing this um this episode out with my husband and I brought this up in the first episode, so I feel like it's a good circle back to, like, circling back to it. But I brought up the the song about um, being a friend of God, like, you know, that I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Anyway, um, I remember when I used to sing that song when I was a teenager, and I made a joke about this, too, in the first episode. But 
the Lord showed me yesterday as I was talking about this. When I used to sing this song, when I was a teenager, I used to sing it. And in my heart, I literally used to say, um, like, why would God want to be my friend when I'm just, I'm always disappointing him? Like, why would, why would he want to be my friend? I'm singing this song. I am a friend of God. I don't feel like I'm his friend at all because I'm always failing him. I'm always disappointing him. And so in that moment, I realized, oh, my gosh, that's where that root, um, that's where that lie was established. Um, because moving forward, and I also talked about this in that first episode, um, when it comes to the whole friendship space, I would believe the lie that I was a disappointment. I was a disappointment to my friends, that I wasn't a good friend to any of my friends. Um, and I'm like, wow, Lord, that happened. Like that lie was birthed in that moment when I was singing that song and I chose to believe that lie from the enemy that why would God want to be my friend when I'm always feeling him? When he's like, no, like I don't speak that over you. That's not from the Lord, you know? So that led me to this, like your perspective in every relationship reflects your relationship with the Lord or lack thereof. Um, so because I believed that I was a disappointment to God, I thought that I would also be that to my friends too. Right. Um, so that lie reflected um, on my natural friendships here on earth. And so our friendships and we talked about this, too, before our friendships should represent our relationship with the Lord. Like it should be honorable. Um, it should be like there should be trust. There should be loyalty, all these different things. But it should really represent should the Lord. It should bear fruit. It should bear fruit of the spirit. If it's not bearing fruit, we talked about this. What's the point of it? What's the point of this friendship if it's not bearing fruit onto the Lord? And so when you're friends with someone, um, oh yeah, I already talked about this, but yeah, so so um take inventory. And I always say this, I always want to end with like a challenge and an encouragement. Um, what is the lie? Like what are what is your perspective in friendships? Are you thinking, um, mm, you know, I've seen I've heard that lie of of people say, Oh, I'm it's so easy for me to be friends with guys. Like females say, it's so easy to... I used to say that. Oh, it's so much easier for me to be friends with guys because girls are so catty or so blah, 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 envious. That's 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 a worldly mindset. That's a worldly mentality. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't that? know what catty means. You don't know what catty means? Catty is when you're like... Um, Mm, what's that word? That must be a 1900s term. Mm, here we go. <laughs> hey, we never talked about our age difference. Oh. <laughs> you brought it up, ma'am. You brought it up. So I was born in 2001. And I was born in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everybody who was listening this far was just like, what? <laughs> and we are best friends, everybody, if you must know. She's, I make this joke of like when she's acting old. So I, hold on, I gotta take the whole mic. Hold on, let me hold it. Let me, I gotta say this. She'll say something, and I'll be like, "Man, you were just born in the 1900s because she was." Listen, you know? she does. She says that all the time, um, and it's funny because no, not all the time. But it's hilarious. First of all, she's the youngest friend I've ever had. I think in my life. Anyway, that's how you know it's the Lord that we could actually be friends. Um, <laughs> that's how you know it's God. Literally, because there's no other way. Uh, why did we talk about that? Oh, because of the word caddy. So you Gen Zers or Gen Ayers, what is it nowadays? Y'all don't know that I word? I say the word petty. I think, are you saying petty? I guess so. But caddy is more so when you are like on purpose 
um like you're on purpose like uh what's that word oh my gosh I can't anyway you're just intentionally doing something to like um bring strife into a situation with another female Mm, and so the reason why they say caddy (laughs) is because they they refer i guess they would refer day i am showing my age they would refer to cats fighting and they'd say they would refer to females as cats I don't know, whatever. Right, Maybe right. somebody okay, correct right. me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we that's we don't have to. Explain we don't. This yeah, who cares? My bad. Anyway, Sorry, all of that to say, sorry, what, why did I say all of that? Oh, because of the the lies. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was just like a scroll for me. Goodbye, everybody. We're leaving. We got four minutes oh, or less than four minutes. minutes. We literally said before we were we were like, oh, we're only gonna record for like thirty five minutes, forty minutes tops. But all right, let's let's talk. Okay goodbye no but this is what we're gonna say take inventory in um your perspective and your friendships and in every relationship in your life and make sure that you're that it's reflecting your relationship with the lord mm-hmm. really that's that's the bottom line go read um, john 15 read john 15 so you can learn how to abide mm-hmm. um also i'm going to we're going to leave a um show notes with all the scriptures that we shared today so you can go back and Learn what it means to um, have fear of the Lord and cultivate that friendship with the Lord and really embrace him as a friend. Um, That's the number one thing is embracing him as a friend. And it's again, he's not your homie. He's your friend. Um, He wants to be your friend. He wants to reveal his mysteries, the mysteries of the father to you. And so I just declare that over you, daughters of Eve, we love y'all. Uh, we pray that um, this episode will be a, be a blessing and an encouragement to you and just bring you closer to um, closer to the Lord and embrace him as your friend. So and daughters, we're saying do the thing. We're empowering you to do the things that God has placed in you. Amen. And all those those fruits are going to come from just abiding in him. And it's just as easy as being with him. Amen. Be the branch. Be just be the branch. He's the vine. Think about that. A branch just has to abide in the source, and that therefore it brings forth fruit. Yeah. It's literally that simple. It's so good. So I encourage you with that. Don't make it hard. Don't make it difficult. Just be. It's not that difficult. Just be Be the branch. Be a human being. You're just being (laughs) in him. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. We need to go to sleep. That's probably why we're human beings. Because we need to just be. I like it. Well, you know what? These are your hosts. Carly and the girls you love most. No, hey! <laughs> What's your name though? Victoria. Wait, okay. what? This is Carly and Victoria. We love y'all. Bye. Peace, love, and <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>